Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I hope everybody is having a lovely day. The weather has been so bad recently but I'm not really surprised we do live in England. Um, So today I'm going to be talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and if the movement has lost its meaning. This episode was literally meant to come out last week but I just I have no motivation school is literally draining me so I've just been taking a lot of breaks recently I do apologize you guys probably don't care nobody's probably listening to this but I just felt the need to say something I just I don't know like I have so much schoolwork to catch up on but like I just I can't be bothered like I have no motivation like honestly the only thing that's keeping me going is the fact that one day I'm going to be living on a farm that is the only thing that is keeping me sane at this point. If I did not have my lovely farm Pinterest board, I do not know what I'd be doing with my life. I'm not going to lie to you, but this is not a therapy session. So I'm going to wrap it up. So do I think the Black Lives Matter movement has lost its meaning? I would say slightly yes. And I think it's because of white people and capitalism, the most major problems in our society. Um, I feel like this happens a lot with um, a lot of social movements in our society. But obviously, you know, the slogan Black Lives Matter is still very much significant, like it's self-explanatory. But with the movement, people have like found ways to profit off of the movement and black deaths. And I just I don't like that. And unfortunately, one of those people is the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement in America. I don't know if it's all of them, but I do know that Patrice Cullors, I think that's her name, is our main culprit here. So basically what happened was that she brought a million dollar house. I think it was a million dollars. It was definitely above a million dollars, like for sure. We know that for sure. But the problem that a lot of black people had was, you know, where did the money come from? Because obviously she's an activist. She's one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement. And people wanted to know, like, did she use donations for her own personal use? Like the money she used to buy her house... Was that money meant to go to the families of the victims who were killed by police officers? Like, did she profit off of black deaths? Because there was like a bit of a scandal, I would say. Um, Basically, the mothers of the victims, I know that Tamir Rice's mother was involved. I can't remember who else, but basically they said that her and other activist leaders have capitalized off of their children's deaths they said that they haven't received any money and that there was an instance where i can't remember which family it was but they couldn't afford to pay for the funeral and no one helped them even though they were supposed to receive donations and there was another instance where a mother was facing homelessness So the problem here is that activists like Patrice have literally profited off of these children's deaths and the movement for justice to benefit themselves instead of actually giving the money that people have donated back to their communities and to the families who actually need it, just like they said they would. Like she's buying a million dollar house in LA whilst someone is facing homelessness, someone that she promised she would help. That's clearly wrong. And like a lot of people are saying, but you know, like, why do you think black women can't have luxury things? Like this is a smear campaign against her. Like black people deserve nice things. And don't get me wrong. No one is saying that black women can't have nice things. We're just pointing out the fact that she's basically exploited people to get that nice thing for herself. People buy houses in LA all the time. 
I mean, obviously not ordinary people, but, you know, people buy expensive houses in L- in LA all the time. Like no one really questions it. But what is not OK is that she's used the money that was meant to go to these families for herself. Money that's meant to go to these black communities that she says she's advocating for. Instead, that money is going right into her pockets. So the problem here is quite clear. And don't get me wrong, I can see why people might see this as a smear campaign because a lot of right-wing politicians and people are using this as an excuse to, you know, like vilify the Black Lives Matter movement and her as well. Like they're using this as an excuse to be racist and express their deep hatred for black women, which is clearly wrong. Like her actions and people who profit off of the movement shouldn't delegitimize a movement that genuinely cares for black people, a movement that wants liberation for black people. I'm not really surprised because racists and right wing politicians will literally jump at any chance to dismiss the Black Lives Matter movement because one, they're racist. Two, because they don't want to see a movement that genuinely recognizes and wants to end the exploitation and oppression that black people go through. And three, did I mention that they were racist? Of course they don't want to see the Black Lives Matter movement thrive. But at the same time, what these activists are doing is not right. Because at the end of the day, no one should be capitalising off of black people's deaths and trauma. And this is why I say that I just, I don't think the activists should be getting paid or like have money donated to them personally. Like obviously activists also need to survive and capitalism is the reason why people are living in poverty even though there are enough resources to go around. But activism shouldn't be about making a profit it like it should be about your genuine care for marginalized communities it should be about you wanting to dismantle oppressive structures in society that bring harm to people so i feel like and i feel like this is why some people say that there's a difference between the black lives matter organization and the movement and the slogan because apparently the organization doesn't you know donate the money that's given to them to the black families in need but you know I don't know about that. I need to look more into that. On the topic of capitalism, brands have also capitalised off of the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, I've noticed this ever since, um, you know, the attention that the movement got during summer. And let's just say a lot of brands jumped at the opportunity to be performative activists. Brands were literally posting about how they, you know, cared about black lives and how they wanted and how they were all for diversity and inclusion but their companies literally didn't reflect this. Like, actions speak louder than words. You're on social media posting about how it's important to be allies to black people and our movement, but countless black people have come out and talked about how your company lacks diversity and how they face discrimination within your company and nothing was done about it. Do you see what I mean? Like, and also if brands really cared about including black people and like diversity, they would have done that years ago your brand would already be diverse. Like, why wait until now? Why wait until 2020 for you to actually include black people within your company? Like, for brands, this was definitely a way for them to gain attention and make money and center themselves. It was all about profit. And this is exactly why I think the movement has been commodified to a certain extent. Like, we live in a capitalist society, so I'm not really surprised. But you can definitely see that brands and, like, individual sellers on, like, Etsy and eBay are selling merch with, like, the BLM slogan on it. Like, stickers, tote bags, everything. Like, they're profiting off of black struggles. And I don't like it because the majority of these people are non-black. It's not even like the money's going to black people. It's not. Now, am I going to sit here and deny the fact that I have brought a BLM tote bag? 
no but I feel like because because I'm a negro because I'm black I feel like I can give myself a pass it's fine um I kind of hope that the money went to a black person I don't think it did but uh, oh well also I do remember seeing a video um someone said something like you know black symbols and slogans like the black fist has also lost its meaning and it isn't seen as revolutionary anymore because it's been commodified and I 100% agree white people and capitalists have literally co-opted our movements and slogans and symbols and because of that they've started to lose its meaning like it's quite sad to see and even if black people were to ask white people to stop using certain symbols because of the meaning behind them like the black fist it would literally like it would it would not go down well because unfortunately white people especially whites you know especially the so-called allies they just they just they do not respect black people's boundaries like they do not like being told what to do like every time a black person says yeah it makes me uncomfortable when they do when you do this they always find a way to get defensive so the whole thing would literally just result in white people centering themselves and their feelings and ugh, i have not got the brain cells for that As you can tell, I definitely do think that white people are one of the main reasons um, the Black Lives Matter movement has lost its meaning. I mean, I'll be surprised. No, they're always the main corporates. So I'm not even going to sit here and lie about it. I personally think it's because they've, in a way, centred themselves in a movement that has literally absolutely nothing to do with them. From centering their feelings in conversations about race and like how they uphold white supremacy, especially white women to thinking that they have a say in the way black people want to be liberated and the methods we choose to use. Like, I cannot stress this enough, but the Black Lives Matter movement and the movement for black liberation is for black people. I mean, duh, the clue's in the name. So obviously we get to choose our own demands and how we are going to achieve them. Like, if you think about it, we've literally had our movement and, like, our demands watered down and made more palatable just so white people and society in general can have a reason to support it but like that's actually harmed our movement like i've literally seen some comments of like people being like you know i can't really support blm like i think everyone should be equal like you know of course i love black people but like they're just a marxist organization and they support abolishing the police and stuff like that like i promise you we don't care if you don't support the abolishment of capitalism and the policing system two oppressive systems by nature that literally harm black people then we don't want you as an ally we don't need you. I think white people need to sit down and realise that, you know, they're not gods. We really don't need you to support our movements. Like, we're not going to whitewash our, you know, what they want to call radical demands and ideas just to make sure that you remain comfortable. Could never and will never be me to appeal to the white masses. Um, I also saw a video and someone said that white people have like used the Black Lives Matter movement to gain some sort of like social capital by speaking on issues that they don't fully understand and that they even gain more social capital than black authors and activists and the example being the author of um, White Fragility and I think that is very true white people have definitely colonized our movement to gain some sort of social capital I literally remember like during the height of the Black Lives Matter protests um I cannot remember her name but the author of White Fragility like she was doing um an anti-racist workshop and like I can't remember the price exactly but I know that she was charging a ridiculous 
ridiculous amount of money like I'm sorry you as a white person are you even qualified to be doing an anti-racist workshop on top of that you're trying to make profit off of it please know your place and that's the thing about white you know so-called allies in general they gain more attention and have more social capital than actual black activists who put in the work personally I just think it's white supremacy in action There are countless of black activists out there, black radical activists, who put in the work and explain ways to dismantle the complex structures in our society. But people don't care enough to listen to them. They would rather listen to a white person speak on black issues rather than a black person who's actually experienced it, even if that white person is talking shit half of the time. And not to say that white people can't speak on racism, but there is a difference between amplifying what black people have said and you just overstepping and speaking over us and just speaking total and utter shit. I'm not going to lie, I don't want to hear white people's personal opinions on racism. You do not get to have an opinion on something you have never experienced. No, just no, no, no. White people have literally used our movements, like they've co-opted our movements for their own personal gain, especially on social media. Like you'll get people who don't give a fuck about black people, but they'll say something like, oh, black lives matter. They'll say the bare minimum and you will see people in the comments praising them for no reason. Like all of a sudden they have a bunch of likes and followers which is exactly what they wanted. Like that was the plan all along. It was like a little marketing technique. Like, they see our struggles as a way to boost their careers. Like, they'll be like, you know, I care about diversity and justice to try and get, like, a certain job or, like, a role or, like I said, gain a bunch of followers on their media platforms. But in reality, they're the ones who are the most racist and aren't working on their unconscious biases. And do you know what I've realised? I feel like this is why a lot of, like, white political people on, like, social media, you know, who have, like, proclaimed their support for, like, BLM mess up all the time and always get exposed for being racist because if you think about it in reality they do not give a fuck about all the things that they're claiming to care about like they don't care about you know black liberation and like dismantling oppressive structures they just want to appeal to people and get more followers to boost their egos and yes i'm throwing a lot of shade at white leftists here because ah i'm tired of them guys i'm tired i just i hate the whole i literally saw a video about this yesterday but i hate the whole like political like the white political side of tiktok because it's it's literally just filled with like racist white people who use like a lot of jargon and like big man words <laughs> to present themselves as smart so that people can boost their egos that's literally all it is like maybe i'm the dumb one but please sometimes people are just using words i just don't understand and you can tell that they don't understand these words either their whole personality is them trying to prove to people that they're smart and that they know everything And they've literally used the Black Lives Matter movement to do this. I'm tired of our movements being taken over by white people, please. When will the foolery end? And also, arguing with, like, white supremacists and literal neo-Nazis on Omegle, please. It's not the activism that you think it is. It's doing nothing for black people. Just stop. I think white leftists just need to just take a seat. Just take several seats. Thank you. Just because you're not a liberal doesn't mean you're any better unfortunately you're still caucasian no i'm kidding but i'm not though loki loki i'm not (laughs) um i forgot what i was gonna say (laughs) um at this point our movement just needs to be left alone we as black people need to set some boundaries because people are getting way too comfortable 
getting way too comfortable making money off of our movement and our trauma i don't like it but that's it i have nothing more to say i've run out of opinions um thank you for listening i don't know if you're not serious about black liberation then please go away we don't need you we do not want you we do not want to hear your opinion please spare us we don't want you to be making money off of us just leave us alone this movement is for black people and black people only yes you can support us if you don't like that good for you great go make your own movement and leave us alone it's as simple as that but yeah guys that is it for today i have nothing more to say let's hope that i release an episode next week because i'm getting way too lazy but i did get um my first ever crystal i got um a citrine crystal and apparently it's meant to be very good for like concentration and like motivation and like stuff like that so hopefully i'm bothered to actually get out of bed and do something with my life i think next week i'm probably going to talk about feminism we shall see but yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode i appreciate it if you like this episode and want to hear more from me subscribe and tune in every friday for now take care